welcome to Country Conversations, a podcast where we talk all things country music. My name is Joey, and as always, I'm joined by... Hey man, it's Chris over here. What's going on tonight, Joey? Not much, man. we got a special guest on for this one. Uh, a That's return right. guest, that is, One of actually. our all-stars coming back. For sure. Guys, we've got Kurt back. He joined us a little ways back uh, for the Eric Church album review that we did. So, Kurt, thanks so much for coming on, man. We appreciate that. Yeah, no worries anytime, boys. I'm glad to be on. Heck yeah. So what's been going on with you, man? Any Anything new or what have you been listening to to catch us up with what's been going on with you lately? Not a whole lot. Uh, TikTok's kind of like I've been falling off TikTok a little bit. That's just because, you know, school and stuff going on and all that. It's been a lot less time to post. Uh, even over the summer, I didn't post that much because I was away and off the grid a bunch. Um, but, I mean, I've been listening to a lot of – I don't know if you guys know. Actually, you guys do know Connor Smith. Oh, yeah. I've been listening to his stuff like nonstop he is coming up and coming up quickly um aside from that it's just you know i'm running i've listened to a lot of kojo's double album it's that's, that's a right album. yes that's it is one. we love we love that one tell, <laughs> tell him about connor joey yeah i don't know if you saw man but uh my, my other buddy Corey and i we just went and saw connor at a small college bar last week and uh dude that was it was sick we were like right against the stage and uh, we got to go back and meet him and all this stuff. I was DMing him on the on our Instagram account and stuff, and we were chatting. He let us come back and meet him and get a pic with him, and it was, dude, I'm telling you, that was the, I saw Luke Combs at the same bar uh, back in 2017, and that was probably as rowdy as when Luke was there and, like, as packed, because it was, it's hard to explain if you've never been there, but they've got like the dance floor area with the stage and like stairs that lead down to that area. And it was so packed. They had to like rope it off to not let anybody else down there. And like, it was a one in one out type situation, just like when Luke played there. So, I mean, dude, Connor's definitely <laughs> on the rise for sure. Cause I've been to quite a few shows there and it's not always like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, he's killing it. Yeah, he's awesome. That I hate Alabama was a freaking jam for him, man. That thing went viral. What? came out what a day or two before alabama lost yeah he released it i think it was the friday before alabama lost and then who they lose to but they, i know they run rank it was a&m they lost a&m yeah, yeah they A&M lost go. a&m the day yeah. after he dropped a song yeah that's crazy yeah but good for Connor. he's a good dude man it was really cool getting to go to that show and see him but yeah i've been listening to a lot of him too actually and uh same kojo man it's been a, a kojo month for sure what about you chris what you been listening to, uh, man? Uh, I mean, definitely the last month, month and a half. Co- Co- Kojo would definitely be my be my top artist. I've, you know, he's he's definitely when we do our year end rankings, he's definitely in my top three this year. So he's the freaking man. Yeah. <laughs> and we just saw him live probably six weeks ago here, uh, close to home, and uh, he is fire live. It's it's crazy, man. Man, I know we've talked about it on the show before, but I can't wait to get to see him next year. That'll be sweet. Yep, for sure. Um, Till You Can't is flying up the charts, isn't it? All genre. I mean, it's all genre. It's already his biggest hit. It's already bigger than than both of the love songs that had that had charted for him, and uh, it's jumping quick up the radio charts. So I don't know if something happened in Nashville to where the the right people kind of um, are behind him this time uh, as far as radio goes. But I mean, his Spotify listeners and his like getting added to playlists. Have gone way up, so um, I know it's about time. But I mean, it, it's pretty yeah. cool to see. For sure, man. Speaking of just Cody's and radio play, there's another Cody that's looking to hit mainstream radio, from what I've heard. Cody Jenks. I uh, yeah. saw that Grady Smith posted a something on his story, like 
last night or earlier today. I can't remember when he posted it, but um, it was like a letter or something of Like a Hurricane, which is an unreleased Cody Jenks song, is set to hit mainstream radio play. Do you, do you listen to him any, Kurt? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I uh, for sure do. And that's uh, definitely a bit of a surprise, actually, that he would uh, be going on the radio, but a good surprise. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> it caught me off guard. I'm like, that's kind of interesting, but good for him. I love Jenks. He's awesome, man. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta jump into him a little bit, a little bit more. I've listened to him, but I need to, I need to delve a little deeper, especially before the show that we just got tickets to uh, for yeah. next summer. That was what? What is that festival? It's country Ohio country, country super, super fest. Yeah, yeah, we got tickets to that. What that was yesterday? So that's gonna be fun, man. Or no, that yep. was yeah, yeah. Today's yeah, we're recording on Tuesday this week. So yeah, yesterday. Yep. Yep. Luke Combs yeah. headlining Ohio Stadium. Yep, Luke Combs, the headliner. Uh, Cody Jenks, Zach Bryan, uh, Cameron Marlowe, and Morgan Wade are the openers. Yeah, that's, that's gonna a be a good show. Stacked lineup, really, because I mean, yeah, I'm talking. I mean, maybe not necessarily a stadium format, but Jenks and Zach Bryan are kind of headliners in their own respect. You know what I mean? Yep. So Marlo, he's been on the rise too. Another name, kind of like Connor Smith, just blowing up that everybody's loving and digging. So it'll be fun. But man, something else I saw on social media that's been kind of around for like a few days is that this is just something I found interesting. That Eric Church is using COVID sniff dogs to like check for the COVID nineteen proteins in people in his crew the staff at all these venues and everything like that before playing shows at these cities that he's going to. And I don't know. I just thought that was interesting that, you know, I think him or his management or somebody quoted that that was the only way that they were able to keep doing shows like safely and not having to cancel anything. That's pretty wild, man. That's interesting. Yeah. I haven't heard of that before. Yeah. I'd never heard of that. We don't deserve dogs though. I mean, dogs are so smart. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. I'm like, it's interesting. It's interesting they can even pick up on something like that, to be honest. Like, that's just wild. Mind-blowing. I read that, and I was, I was, I had to, like, reread it. I'm like, is this, like, a, a troll, like, clickbait article or something? I'm like, oh, no, it's legit. Wow. It's just fascinating to think that a dog could pick something like that up. He's got a big show this coming week that we originally were going to be at. Yeah, man, man. What a chain of events that day has turned into for you and I. <laughs> we so <laughs> Kurt, I don't know if you heard us talk about this or not, but originally for November fifth, we had tickets to see Luke Combs in Chicago. Okay, and it was from when the shows were delayed from last year and everything. I rescheduled for yeah. November fifth or whatever. Well, then we find out that George Strait and Eric Church are headlining that AT Live down in Atlanta. So we're like, oh man, we love Luke, but we've seen him double digits. You know, you only get to see yeah. the King and Eric together, maybe never. <laughs> Yeah, no, maybe never is right. Yeah, so we were like, well, let's you know, let's sell the Luke tickets and get some church and George Strait tickets. So we did that, and then uh, just with my limited vacation time that I've left for this year and in the distance, because it is like an eight hour drive to get to Atlanta, we were like, ah, you know, maybe we'll. And you've seen Eric twice. Yeah, not yeah, <laughs> in, the last, I, yeah. in the last two months. Right. Yeah. So I was like, well, you know. It'd be fun, but it's just it's a lot to try to get off of work and get drive down there, get a hotel, drive back, you know, all that. And I was like, it's definitely a once in a lifetime show, but I think we're just gonna have to pass. So we sold those tickets, you know. Then I wound up still getting the day off because I told my employer, I was like, Hey, I don't I don't really need this day off anymore. I can work. Well the schedule comes out and I'm still off. And I was like, Huh. 
well, my wife and son are going out of town, and I'll be home hanging out with my brother. Let's see what <laughs> I can get into. And so I was just Googling concerts that were somewhat close to me that day, and I wound up getting tickets to go see Riley Green <laughs> in Kentucky with my brother. So, And I already had tickets to that show. Yeah, ironically. So I've, I've had three different sets of concert tickets for the same day in the past year and a half or so, two years, whatever, whenever we got those Luke tickets originally. Seems like yeah. a lifetime ago, but... So I will be seeing Riley Green in Kentucky this Friday. Passed up on Luke, passed up on the King and Eric, and it wound up being Riley. Well, that, I mean, that's still pretty good for her concert. Yeah, yeah, it, it was closer. Tickets were really cheap, like 20-something bucks. So I was like, eh, oh, that's not bad at all. can't beat that. For I think it's just, it's probably like a four-hour drive for us, I would say, but a bro's road trip, so it'll be fun for me and my brother to go. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, and then, like Chris said, he's had those tickets ever since we sold the George and Eric tickets. Cause he was like, well, I'm going to do something that night. And he wound up getting the tickets and yeah, I, it's a little closer to me too. So yeah, I it's think two, two and a half hours. I'll, I'll probably just book it home after the show. Yeah. That's crazy. But, uh, so yeah, definitely a chain of events. And then, uh, something else I want to kind of mention to you guys. I don't know, Kurt, if you've heard us talk about him or even heard of him, but Dan Alley just put out two new tracks this past week. Have you ever heard of him? No, I have not. No. Yeah, he's a local guy to me. He's uh he grew yeah, up. He's in Nashville, right? Yeah, he's in Nashville now. Uh, but he is he grew up probably like twenty minutes from me. So I've seen him play like local bars and stuff since he was just kind of getting started. And he put it's out freaking good. Uh, oh, dude, super country. He put out uh, "Fall a Little Deeper" and "Country Music for Sale." Uh, are the two new songs that he put out. And Fall a Little Deeper got put on a pretty big Apple playlist, like Country Risers or something like that. I forget the name of the playlist, but that was pretty cool to see. Yeah, you got to check him out, Kurt. He's he's really traditional, but he's really good. Yeah, production is like top-notch yeah, and stuff. definitely out. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I'll definitely have to give him a listen for sure. I hadn't heard of him before. Yeah, good but, kid, uh, yeah, too. I'll definitely do that. For sure, yeah. He, super good guy and everything. but He's got a lot of unreleased stuff on YouTube, too, that's really killer. Yeah, a bunch. He put out a song in, uh, that was early 2020, I think. It's, it's called Come On, and then the pandemic and the world just went crazy, so he kind of, I think, just put a halt on everything until this year. And Yeah, good for him. Good to see him getting some attention, especially. I, we actually, my brother and I, went to Nashville back in June, and it was funny because he was playing AJ's Good Time Bar, or whatever it's called, Alan Jackson's Bar down there, and I was like, man, it's crazy to see a little kid from small town Ohio <laughs> in a packed out Nashville bar. So that was pretty sweet. But Yeah, that's sick. That's all I really had as far as catching up, man. Did you guys have anything else you want to throw in before we get into the bulk of this episode? Nah, I'm good. Cool, cool. I'm good. Let's get into yeah, it. Man. Sweet. So, uh, yeah, as the listeners, as you all probably saw, we're going to be talking about the CMAs and our predictions like we like to do on this show. We like to predict the future of these award winners so thank you for tuning <laughs> usually in. we're on yeah we, we usually bomb it so we'll see how we do this year but uh, the, the cmas are uh, airing next week november 10th on abc at 8 p.m luke bryan hosting by himself i think right yeah i think yeah, that's right he'll, he'll do a good job he's, he's always good yeah I, I hadn't seen anybody else either kurt so yeah he's got the personality for it i think it'll be entertaining for sure he's goofy but knows how to be <laughs> professional and everything so but, uh, yeah, Eric Church and Stapleton lead with the most nominations. They each have five nominations apiece. No surprise there. No, not at all. Yeah, no surprise. 
But I guess we can go ahead and get they started. They both had records come out this year, so. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Eric yeah, had three it, records yeah. come out this year, technically, if we're being, like, super technical. <laughs> we could, We already <laughs> talked about how we felt about that. Go listen to the other episode that we did with Kurt, and you'll hear our thoughts on that. But, yeah, we can go ahead and jump into That's it, right. man. The first category is Single of the Year. You've got Famous Friends by Chris Young and Kane Brown. The Good Ones, Gabby Barrett. Hell of a View, Eric Church. One Night Standards, Ashley McBride. And Starting Over by Chris Stapleton. A ton of good songs. Oof, that's tough, man. That's a good list. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with my gut. What do you think, Joey? I know what I want to win, and I don't think this will be the one, but I'm going to go with Hell of a View by Eric Church. Do, do you, you think that's going to win, or do you just want it to win? I'm, I'm going with the underdog. I th- <laughs> my other choice, if I had a second choice, I'd probably go with The Good Ones by Gabby Barrett. <laughs> what do you think, Kurt? Um, I kind of I had Hell of a View more so as the one that I want to win. I mean, I don't think it's going to win just because there's other songs that are probably more popular amongst a more like wider group of listeners. So if I had to pick a realistic winner, it'd be like the good ones by Gabby Barrett. Cause that's just a huge song. Yeah. What do you think, Chris? Uh, I'm going to go, uh, famous friends. Ooh, that's a big one too, though. Really? Yeah. I just, I don't know. I think, uh, that's a good way to get Chris and Kane. You know, Kane, they never give Kane <laughs> any awards on these shows. Nah. And uh, it's nominated for uh, collab, and they're going to perform together. So, um, I mean, I don't know. Probably Stapleton. They're probably, Stapleton's probably just going to sweep all this. <laughs> right. But, but I'm going to go with Famous Friends. Yeah. Stapleton will come out and just get all five of his nominations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So I've got Hell of You by Eric Church. Kurt, you've got The Good Ones by Gabby Barrett. And Chris, you went with Famous Friends by Chris Young with Kane Brown. We all got different choices. It'll probably be Stapleton. Yeah. <laughs> One that we we'll didn't. Probably all miss it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Next category, Song of the Year. This one might be a unanimous one. We'll see. Forever After All by Luke Combs. I don't think so. <laughs> the Good Ones by Gabby Barrett. Hell of a View by Eric Church. One Night Standards by Ash McBride. And Starting Over by Chris Stapleton. ton of the same nominees except for Luke Combs with Forever After All is swapped out for Famous Friends by Chris Young. Everything else is the same as Single of the Year. Okay. Single of the Year is supposed to be the biggest song of the year, and, and Forever After All was the biggest song of the year. How is that not nominated Not nominated for Single of the Year? I have no idea. Isn't that crazy? crazy? But at least it's nominated for Song of the Year. Yeah, that, that's that's strange. Yeah, super strange. But I'm, that's what I'm going with what, for what Song got, of the Jerry? Year. <laughs> forever After All, for sure. Um, Yeah, I got Forever After All as well. That's definitely was the biggest song of the year for sure. Um, probably should have been single of the year, but yeah, yeah, I'm with you. What do you think, Chris? Do I even have to ask? Uh, you do because I'm going starting over. Oh, yeah, you you are a big Stapleton guy too. Well, that's if, a great if, song. Yeah, song of the year to me is the best written song. It's not the biggest hit. Forever after all should have been the single of the year. Yeah, but they just don't. <laughs> I'm with you just, on that. They just, don't know what they're doing half the time. But, I mean, obviously, I want <laughs> I want Luke to win, but I just think they'll give it to starting over. Sure. I get it. Cool. So, forever after all, for Kurt and I, and you're going with Stapleton with starting over. Sweet. That's right, man. I pans think, out. I think we definitely picked the winner. <laughs> one, one of us picked <laughs> yeah. the winner. Between the three of us, yeah. Uh, next right. up, category, female vocalist of the year. 
You've got Gabby Barrett, Miranda Lambert, Ashley McBride, Marin Morris, and Carly Pierce. What do you think, man? I would love to see Carly Pierce take it because that album 29 was phenomenal. I think she's had a really good year. Uh, but I, I'm I'm thinking Gabby Barrett. I think I'm going to go with Gabby Barrett. What about you? What do you think, Kurt? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Gabby Barrett's going to take that as well. Um, I'm going to go uh, – well, I'm, I think Carly will take it. I'd like to see yeah. that. No, yeah. no, no shade towards any of the other ladies nominated, but Carly's just had a fantastic year. So it's crazy seeing that without Carrie and without Kelsey and without <laughs> and without uh, Casey Musgraves. I mean, it's, it's some new blood in there for sure. I wouldn't be surprised if they give it to Marin though. <laughs> yeah, she, they love her. They love, love Marin yeah. Morris. So we'll see. Cool. So Gabby is Kurt and I, and then you've got Carly, so we'll see how that turns out. Uh, next up, we've got Vocal Group of the Year, and that comes between uh, Lady A, Little Big Town, Midland, Old Dominion, and Zach Brown Band. I never know what these groups and, like, duo, well, duo is kind of obvious nowadays, but, like, the group always throws me off. I'm just going to pick Old Dominion <laughs> because, like, I feel like you just never know who's going to get it. Uh, but I'm going to go Old Dominion. What do you got, Kurt? I went with Midland. Nice. Just they're they're kind of making a little bit more noise now than they used to. Like, they haven't released anything like super new or like anything huge in a little while. But you know, a lot of their stuff starting to get floated around on TikTok and stuff. So they're becoming a little bit. Uh, they're getting a little bit more attention than they used to. Mm-hmm. And I just like that the trio that they have there. They they all sound really great together. So I'm gonna go with Midland for that one. Nice, Chris. What you got, man? Uh, uh, I guess Old Dominion. I feel like none of yeah. these groups had like huge years. I mean, they're they're big names, but yeah. none of it really sticks out to me. So uh, I'm just gonna go with Old Dominion. Yeah, cool, cool. So we're both with Old Dominion, and then Kurt's got Midland. All right, sweet. Vocal duo of the year, the iconic Brooks and Dunn. That's right. Brothers Osborne, Dan and Shay, Florida Georgia Line, and Maddie and Tay. Uh, I would love to see Brooks and Dunn grab it because, you know, with this whole uh, reboot tour and everything, but I'm I'm thinking Dan and Shay are going to take this one. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah. Kurt, do you, uh, do you have any other <laughs> choice for yours? <laughs> I was going to go with Brothers Osborne. Oh, nice. I, hope, I hope they win. That would be cool. They've won, they won before. Mm-hmm. I hope they win, and I actually think they're going to win. Just they did release new music this year. Um, so, you know, that's, that is usually a, like, that's an indicator. If you don't release new music in a year, you're probably not going to win an award. Um, Mm. so I'm going to go with Brothers Osborne. Nice. Awesome. We saw them at AT Live in, uh, 2019, Chris. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they were awesome live, so definitely would like to see them get it. Uh, Next up, we have got Male Vocalist of the Year between Dirk Bentley, Eric Church, Luke Combs, Thomas Rhett, and Chris Stapleton. Oof, it's tough. A lot of competition there, a lot of <laughs> amazing talent, but I'm going to go Stapleton on this one. What do you think, Kurt? I'm going to go Stapleton as well. His album was phenomenal, and the vocals on it were just – they he killed it, so I'm just going to go Stapleton. Yeah, me too. Stapleton's here, obviously. It wouldn't surprise me if they give it to Luke – 
Hopefully they don't give it to Thomas Rhett because sometimes Thomas just slides <laughs> yeah, in on these yeah. awards out of nowhere and, and which wins. country again side A. I love that album. I'm not even gonna lie, but since the release of that, it didn't do too well. Uh, Redneck be like, and then that one that he's about to drop Friday, the same to this episode is gonna be live. Man, I don't know what he's doing. I don't. I don't get it. I agree, but, man. Hopefully Staples and Bakes it there. I mean, he had, he killed it this year. He did yeah, for sure. Yeah, he did. I'm with you. Uh, the next major category, we've got Musical Event of the Year. Uh, by Dirt, by Jordan Davis and Luke Bryan. Chasing After You, Ryan Hurd with Marin Morris. Drunk, by L. King and Miranda Lambert. Famous Friends, Chris Young and Kane Brown. Half of My Hometown, Kelsey Ballerini, featuring Kenny Chesney. Some good really choices. good collabs there, yeah, really. Really good choices. Uh, I'm going to go on this one. There are quite a few good ones in this category, but I'm going to go Famous Friends, Chris Young with Kane Brown. What do you think, Kurt? I'm also, I'm also going to go Famous Friends with Chris Young and Kane Brown. That was a that was a good song and good collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got, Chris? I got Famous Friends. Um, I would say if something's going to beat it, it's probably going to be By Dirt by Jordan Davis and Luke Bryan. That's, that's been a big hit already, and it's still climbing mm-hmm. the charts. But I would say Famous Friends has this pretty solid. Yeah. I'm with you. I love By Dirt. I think that's an awesome song. Yeah, it's a good song. Good meaning. Uh, but next up, we've got Album of the Year. Rolling through these major categories, man. Uh, 29. Uh, yeah, big one. Uh, so 29 by Carly Pierce. Dangerous, the double album by Morgan Wallen. Heart, Eric Church. Skeletons, Brothers Osborne. And Starting Over by Chris Stapleton. Oof. It's tough, man. <clears throat> man, that's a tough one. I, I would I would love to see Morgan take it because I think that is one of the better albums, <laughs> one of the best albums released this year. I also think Stapleton had one of the best albums too, though. These are all and Carly too. These are like I'm thinking to my year end list of what were my favorites, and basically yep. every album on here is <laughs> up for my nomination of top for the year. So um, I'm gonna go Stapleton though. I think they're gonna give it to, to Stapleton for sure. Yeah. What do you think, Kurt? I got dangerous, the double album, um, and I mean it just it broke so many records and it just shattered streaming records and sales records and stuff. I don't really see starting over as good of an album as starting over is, mm-hmm. and even like heart and their church of skeletons. I just don't see, you know, based off numbers and you know streaming how you can't give it to dangerous, but you yeah. never know, right? Right. I'm with you because yeah. that was my first initial thought. I'm like, man, the the sales and the records that Dangerous has done is just unbelievable. But it's the CMA Awards they uh, snubbed Eric Church enough times. So yeah, it's, I mean, Stapleton won it. He's already won it at the ACMs, and he's already won it for Traveler and for um, for his sec for the first part of the second of his second album. So they love Stapleton when it comes yeah. to albums. That's but I I'm gonna go way out on. I know. Where, I know I'm gonna going. say I'm gonna say Carly's gonna take it. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. That's a great project though, truly. Yeah, I mean it's one of, if not my favorite female albums of the last decade. Maybe my favorite female album of the last decade. Uh, awesome. we'll talk more about that when we get to the year end, but uh, it would not surprise me if if Stapleton and Morgan kinda split the vote and there's just a bunch of people that wanna, you know, give Carly the honor. So we'll see. I would guess Stapleton's going to win because Morgan has made so many people mad. <laughs> yeah, but, that's the know. only other thing that influenced my choice is that the guy isn't even allowed to be at the show. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm 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 sticking with Stapleton though. I think they're going to give it to him. I think they yeah. are. So it'll be interesting to see because we all three had different ones on this one too. 
That's right, man. Here's the, the big one. Here's the big one. Yeah, the big category of the night that you stay up and don't go to bed to watch because you hope that your uh, favorite is going to get it and they don't. <laughs> <laughs> because Garth Brooks <laughs> until until they do, but Garth Brooks is not nominated anymore because he took himself out as of last year. So uh, nominees for Entertainer of the Year: Eric Church, Luke Combs, Miranda Lambert, Chris Stapleton, and Carrie Underwood. What do you think? It's it, this is a great category. There's a, t- I mean, all these folks are amazing. I I think Eric Church is going to repeat. Ooh, I think he's going to repeat. Really going on the limb there, big time. Going on the limb. I'm, I'm going chief. What do you think, Kurt? I got I got Church repeating as well. Yes. <laughs> Just simply simply his triple album or his three separate records that he released in, in February, March, um, on top of the fact that he's doing the whole Gather Again tour. Not that other artists aren't touring and stuff, because mostly everybody's back into touring now, but he was kind of the first one to get the ball rolling on that and stuff, and his shows that I, from what I've seen have been incredible, so... I gotta go church again. Yeah, I think I know where Chris is going. Uh, I think that it's Stapleton's night. Really, entertainer yep. Stapleton? That would be cool. I do. I do. I think this is the year. Um, you know, he had huge album. He's got two massive radio singles. He's never had two radio, two big radio singles off of the same album. And I just think that that. This is his year, similar to last year being Eric's year. Um, I mean, obviously, I want Luke to win. Yeah. Hope I hope Luke wins, um, but I think Stapleton's going to take it. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I, I really don't think you could go wrong with these nominees. I mean, they're all amazing performers. You know, I've seen – actually, believe it or not, I have not seen Stapleton live yet, but I've had a ton of friends go, and I've seen a ton of videos that, you know, prove that this guy can put on a show. So. Oh, yeah. All the other artists like Eric, Luke, Miranda, and Carrie I've seen. And, I mean, they put on a hell of a show. I mean, I'm kind of with Kurt, though, and my thoughts is because, and Chris, we talked about this back way back whenever it was announced. You know, Eric was the first one to announce a full tour, and we thought he was crazy. Yeah. We were like, this guy, what? He isn't going to be able to pull this off. And the guy goes out by himself with a, a guitar when his band members caught COVID or whatever and still puts on the shows that weekend and has Morgan Wallen show up as a, a guest appearance and... I don't know. Think, little things like that, I think, add up to make you a great entertainer when no matter what, the show must go on, you know? And th- he went with that new, crazy stage setup, which I didn't love being in the pit, but whatever. It was unique. It was different, which Luke did something similar. He did the in the round for the first time, too. So, I mean, the live show that these folks all put on is just great. So it'll be interesting to see who gets it. Yeah, I mean, Carrie and Miranda really have not toured much. So it yeah. would surprise me if either one of them get it. I mean, Stapleton, Luke, and Eric have been have been hitting it hard. So I think it's I definitely them think it's going to be sure. one of those three. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Cool, man. I'm definitely anxious to see how this turns out after we've kind of went over these major categories here with our uh, predictions. So that's right. We'll be watching. Hopefully, we'll be uh, <laughs> a little closer with our predictions than last year because we were. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. We we're pretty far off, but. <laughs> Yeah, that's really all I had, guys. Did you guys have any other final thoughts you want to throw in on CMAs, country music in general? I guess my only thought is I'd say there's a very good chance we're going to get maybe the lead single from Combs 3, maybe. It would be a good place to debut it. We'll see. Yeah, because he's performing, but they didn't announce what he was performing or anything. Right. So, I mean, it's either Cold As You Again, which he has performed a ton, or (laughs) maybe South On You, or maybe a new song. We'll see. 
really when are you hoping it's a new song? Yeah, I'm I'm ready yeah, for some new Luke for sure. I mean, yeah. it's been about two years since the second album, sophomore. I mean, he put out the deluxe, but you know, since the second album came out, it's been about two years. It was November of nineteen, actually. Yeah, it yeah, seems like he hasn't years. put that much out, but he's actually put out what two songs this year plus the six from the from the deluxe. So yeah. he's actually put out. <laughs> he's been doing spo- shows. We're just, we're just spoiled. Too. Yeah, we're yeah. spoiled. It well, it's like that when you follow certain artists so closely, you're like, come on, man, I've been listening to this for yeah. seems like a decade, but it's not even been a full two years yet. That's right. Man. Well, especially because Luke, you know, not to get on super tangent here, but he is one to really tease his music a lot before it comes out. You know, whether it be at the live show or on social media, because that's just kind of how he built his brand for himself back on Vine and YouTube and all that. So he, you know, I think, I think, I don't think he does it as much as he used to, but, you know, the first couple years of him really blowing up, he was teasing, teasing, teasing. And, you know, once the final project came out, you're like, oh, I've heard this at the live show six times last year and on YouTube and Facebook. So it doesn't seem as new, (laughs) at least to me, but the super fan problem, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, That's he'll right, he'll be wrapping up his tour soon. Aside from the Canadian leg of it, he'll be wrapping up his tour soon. So I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, started dropping some new singles or something like that, or started teasing us with his third album or something like that. Because yeah, he's wrapping up tour rank what halfway through December or something like that. Yeah. Aside mm-hmm. from his Canadian dates in March, and then uh, so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he started dropping new music soon at all. For sure. Did you you got some tickets to the Canadian tour, right? Yeah, I got tickets to two separate shows. That's I awesome. uh, I got one in Toronto because that's just closer for me now. Um, and then I got the ones back in Ottawa, so I'll be going to see him twice in March. Sweet man, oh, that's awesome. Man. Riley's you, opening, have... right? Yeah, Riley yeah, that's, Green that's and uh, Chase Beckham are Sweet. opening. Oh, that's right. Did you see that the Canadian Festival that he's doing next summer? Is that close to you that's, all? That's in Ottawa, so that's Blues Fest. Um, yeah. And so it's like the it's like our big music festival. It's not a country music festival, um, just strictly. It's like an all genre music festival. So you know, there's hip hop artists and rap artists and all that there too. But he is one of the big headliners next year. I don't know if oh, I'm gonna go cool. to that or not yet. That sounds awesome. Kind of a big mixed genre festival would be sweet. Did you? Church uh, is doing his uh, Canadian leg. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're fine. Go ahead, man. That's that's what I was gonna ask you about. Actually, go ahead. Yeah. So and then uh, yeah, Church is doing his Canadian leg and. I think is it January or February? Maybe mix mm-hmm. mix of the both. He's already started some of it. He was in uh, Calgary and uh, Edmonton and BC last week, I think. Yeah. But I'm going. I'm going to see him in Ottawa either in January or February. I can't remember. I think it's January. Sweet man, that'll be fun. It, yeah, it's I'm an awesome show. Oh yeah, no openers or anything either, which is nice. So you'll just get you'll just get like a steady three four hour guy at just church. Man, it is, it is, Chris and I talk about this, and it is amazing going to see Eric live, but it is exhausting going to do an Eric Church concert because it is exhausting. I mean, you just like, as much as he's putting it all, the crowd's putting it all back, and man, it is, and oh, dude, I, we were beat after I left the, and we went to the opening night in Lexington, Kentucky, and uh, my wife and I, we had pit tickets, and shoo, by the end of that show, man, I was ready to go home. I was like, I'm wore out. <laughs> Maybe it's a, a testament yeah. to to my age. I'm getting old now. I don't know. <laughs> big big three O's around the corner. So maybe that's what it is. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, well, no, I'm excited for that one. That's going to be a heck of a show. Oh yeah, most definitely, man. You'll have a blast. Well, guys, I, I think that's going to do it. I didn't have anything else. Do you guys have any other 
last-minute thoughts on the state of country music today? I think we're good, man. I'm cool. all good. Cool. Well, Kurt, thank you so much for coming on again, man. We truly appreciate hanging out and uh, chatting about country music with you. It's always a blast, brother. Absolutely, Yeah, man. no worries at any time. Heck yeah. Well, speaking of Kurt, you do have an awesome thing going on with TikTok. You put out some of the funnest, coolest country music content out on the app, in my opinion. So um, to all our listeners, make sure you guys go follow him. It's Kurt underscore country. You can find him on TikTok. Give him a follow, like his videos, watch all that stuff. Uh, while you're at it, come follow us all over social media. Just search Bro Country Pod. You'll find us everywhere. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all that good stuff. Yeah, that's going to do it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, until next time, keep it country and take care of each other.